0: Welcome back to the second installment of The Coaching Gap, where I'm very excited to talk about that space between getting certified and building a practice. It's the Wild West out there, everybody. Lots to learn and figure out, and it can definitely be a bit overwhelming. So I am here to speak to any new coach, recently certified, soon to be certified, or even if you're more like me and still have some years under your belt and are trying to figure it out, my hope is that the conversations we have here will help you realize that you're not alone and that there is a way that is right for you. We just have to figure it out. So um, I just wanted to, before I get started, please invite you to, or invite you to please reach out with your insights, thoughts, questions. You can find me at AllegraStein.com, where at the bottom of each page, you'll see links to reach out through Instagram or LinkedIn. There is a connect page if you want to take things a step further and explore the possibility of doing some work together. Um, or you can, if you're listening on the anchor app, there should be a button below uh, on the podcast page where you can send me a direct message. That will be awesome. Um, all right. So I don't know about you, but sometimes if an idea is too big, I can't quite get my mind around it. And I think that the idea of being a coach and building a coaching practice can be one of those very large amorphous, Hard to pin down um, ideas. I put 10 coaches in front of me. I ask them to tell me about their practice or coaching. I'm going to get 10 different ideas. So, um, the metaphor that came up for me was uh, having a balanced meal. You know, what does a balanced meal look like? That's one of those kind of hard to describe qualities of our food that is difficult to put our minds around unless we get more specific. So, We have now come to identify a balanced meal as being made up of protein and carbohydrates and vitamins and minerals and water and fiber and fats. And we can look at each one of those things and get more specific and therefore feel more clear about what it is that we are putting on our plates. A coaching practice and the idea of a coaching practice, I think, can also be broken down into individual parts. And I wanted to share with you the three parts of a coaching practice that I invite you to just consider and hold and ask yourself, like, where are you um, in all of this? And where do you want to be? And how does that space look? So, the picture that came to mind for me was a pyramid. I'm calling it the coaching pyramid. And this pyramid, I want you to imagine, has three levels to it on the first floor on the foundation this is the the craft and the art and the skill of being a good coach this is where we spend time in certifications in our own self-study of different modalities and frameworks this is where we practice the skills of listening and questioning and breaking through limiting beliefs and noticing patterns and just all of the different um uh lessons and skills there are to learn around how to be an effective and skilled coach. This is the time we spend in the craft. And this layer I think is very much aligned with a spirit of learning, of curiosity, of intellection. There's a lot of thinking that happens here. And I think it's this layer that really draws a lot of us in because we get inspired and intrigued to learn these different modalities Oftentimes things that have helped us and to go out and teach them to others. My bookshelf is full of books from various teachers on coaching frameworks and approaches and ways of thinking. I have certifications um, from starting seven years ago at the Life Coach School up until this past summer. I was certified in UMAP. I've studied somatic coaching, NLP, meditation, uh, the three principles, all of these things like are, are part of my toolbox, which is what you've got in that first layer. In the second layer is where I think we want to come into the second layer with a spirit of creativity experimentation willing to experience something over just like believing an explanation of it in the second layer is where we can show up and start to apply all of this coaching and to work with people in many 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 different ways in the second layer is questions like do i want to work with people one-on-one or in groups in person or virtually do i want to run workshops webinars What kind of live events would I like to create? Do I want to network in person or do I want to create a web page? So much discovery happens in layer two. This is where we actually get into, let's say, the classroom and start to just do our work and try different things and find what fits for us. And let me tell you, I have dipped my toe in a lot of different waters of how to deliver on coaching. I've created events, retreats, online, offline, in person, free, paid, long partnerships, short partnerships. I thrive in the second level. Ideation and activation are in my top strengths. And so, it's so easy for me and if you followed my work for a while, you know, I'm always like, "Ooh, let's do this." Or no, now I'm going to do listening walks or coaching dines or a campfire coaching retreat or whiteboard sessions like That is the playground of level two. Level three is where it all comes together into this question of like, okay, now how do I build a business? In level three, you start thinking about words like niche or marketing strategy, area of focus, ideal client. You start thinking about how to tie it all together strategically to create the result of a, let's say, steady and predictable income or whatever your financial goals might be. At the level three, that's like business model. Like, how am I putting all this together now into something that's going to um, create my job for me, create a certain level of income? Uh, the, at level three, if you have executing strengths, level three is likely a really fun place to be. If you're strategic, if you're really good at like getting things done, focus, making things happen, level that's the kind of energy that thrives in level three. I, too, have played in that space. I've taken courses in online business building. I've been inspired by the philosophy of Rich Littman and Steve Chandler in their book, The Prosperous Coach, which is a different way of building a coaching practice. I've worked with different marketing teachers and mentors and tried to figure out the systems and the strategy to my business um, that would contain and hold all of the discovery I made at level two. So I really want you to ask yourself, where are you on that pyramid? Where do you feel most comfortable? Um, what kind of, ex- can, you, can you kind of separate out now perhaps all of the different layers of being a coach and having a practice into these three parts? And does it help you see a bit more clearly that it's not just one big amorphous blob, but actually distinct sections? I'd also ask you to consider three um, kind of higher level ideas and thoughts I have about this whole model. The first thing is that I believe a lot of new coaches start at level one, right, where we get our certification, and then immediately jump to level three, how to build a business. I, I, it's my perspective, my experience, and talking with others that there is a gap, that we are not spending enough time in the playground of level two, giving ourselves the space and the time and the patience to try different things out, to experience and to play and to test and to be creative and really, really find what works for us as far as what we want our practice to look like before we move into the third level and try and figure out how to turn it into a a steady self-employment or coaching business. So if if you are a new coach and you immediately went like I did from like, I'm certified, how do I build a business? just be aware that there is something between those two things that i think is rich with experience and wisdom and which i believe is essential to something to building something that's sustainable and aligned with you The second thing I want to bring attention to is that there is no one right way to move through this period, to move through this pyramid. I think too, like, because things are, it's such, it can feel like such a Pandora's box that we're craving like a straight line through it. And we're drawn to messages that say, here's the straight line, follow this path and you will make it through. I think it's more adventurous than that. I think we figure out what's right for us by trying lots of different things and not beating ourselves up if one path isn't the right fit. So if you are on a path, let's say through the top of the pyramid, trying to figure out the business piece and it's not feeling right, please consider that it's not because something is wrong with you and it's not that something is wrong with the path, but that it's just not a fit. There is no one right way to reach the goals you have with your coaching, but I do believe there is a right way for you. And that brings me to my third and final point, and that is that there is a secret basement to the pyramid. That's right. There is a fourth level. It is in the basement. It is built on a foundation of bedrock that is rooted in self-awareness at the heart of your practice, at the heart of your work is you. And the muscle that is the most important to exercise and strengthen and get clear on and have confidence around is your sense of self-belief, of confidence in the gifts that you're bringing into the world and how you like to work, and knowing and being clear on, and being able to communicate with yourself first and with others second the magic that you're going to bring into your coaching and which is going to inform how you build your practice. That basement layer is built on you having awareness of your strengths, your values, the skills that, you, that light you up, and the interests that you have. Because knowing all of those things is going to trickle up. It's going to inform how you move through the pyramid above you, in particular levels two and levels three, level three. So if that part feels uncertain, right, it's kind of like going out on a hike without a compass or going out on an adventure with nothing to anchor you down and to feel certain about. You are the North Star of this this journey that you're on to be a coach and build a practice and if that's not feeling clear to you, I want to encourage you to start there. Really pay attention to the, the, the steady, certain part of everything that's ahead, and that's who you are, what makes you so unique, and the gifts and strengths that you're going to bring into your practice. this has been helpful. I hope that you can see it in your mind like I do. Again, I welcome all of your insights and questions. I'm excited to dive in to more details about all of these layers in future episodes. I'm feeling very inspired. I'm welcoming all of your thoughts because they're just giving me a lot more to think about. And I truly appreciate you being here. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk soon.